Good afternoon. Welcome to Honey in the Rock, your daily dose of inspiration and encouragement. We look forward to having you on the show. Thanks for joining us. This afternoon's episode is titled, God Picks the Levites for Himself. It will be focused on the study of Numbers chapter 3. Before going any further, we'll begin with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we enjoyed reading this scripture and how you set aside the Levites for service. We pray may you work with us and set aside us and set us aside for work in your kingdom and for we know you have a purpose for each and every one of us. So may you lead us to that. In the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Up next, we shall listen to Numbers chapter 3. Chapter 3. These also are the generations of Aaron and Moses in the day that the Lord spake with Moses in Mount Sinai. And these are the names of the sons of Aaron, Nadab the firstborn, and Abihu, Eleazar, and Ithamar. These are the names of the sons of Aaron, the priests which were anointed, whom he consecrated to minister in the priest's office. And Nadab and Abihu died before the Lord, when they offered strange fire before the Lord in the wilderness of Sinai, and they had no children. And Eleazar and Ithamar ministered in the priest's office in the sight of Aaron their father. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Bring the tribe of Levi near, and present them before Aaron the priest, that they may minister unto him. And they shall keep his charge, and the charge of the whole congregation before the tabernacle of the congregation, to do the service of the tabernacle. And they shall keep all the instruments of the tabernacle of the congregation and the charge of the children of Israel to do the service of the tabernacle. And thou shalt give the Levites unto Aaron and to his sons. They are wholly given unto him out of the children of Israel. And thou shalt appoint Aaron and his sons, and they shall wait on their priest's office. And the stranger that cometh nigh shall be put to death. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, And I, behold, I have taken the Levites from among the children of Israel, instead of all the firstborn that openeth the matrix among the children of Israel. Therefore the Levites shall be mine, because all the firstborn are mine. For on the day that I smote all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, I hallowed unto me all the firstborn in Israel, both man and beast. Mine shall they be. I am the Lord. And the Lord spake unto Moses in the wilderness of Sinai, saying, Number the children of Levi after the house of their fathers, by their families. Every male from a month old and upward shalt thou number them. And Moses numbered them according to the word of the Lord, as he was commanded. And these were the sons of Levi by their names, Gershon, and Kohath, and Merari. And these are the names of the sons of Gershon by their families, Libni and Shimei. And the sons of Kohath by their families, Amram and Izahar, Hebron and Aziel. And the sons of Merari by their families, Malai and Mushai. These are the families of the Levites, according to the house of their fathers. Of Gershon was the family of the Libnites, and the family of the Shemites. These are the families of the Gershonites. Those that were numbered of them, according to the number of all the males from a month old and upward, even those that were numbered of them, were seven thousand and five hundred. The families of the Gershonites shall pitch behind the tabernacle westward. And the chief of the house of the father of the Gershonites shall be Eliasaph, the son of Lael. And the charge of the sons of Gershon in the tabernacle of the congregation shall be the tabernacle and the tent, the covering thereof, and the hanging for the door of the tabernacle of the congregation, and the hangings of the court and the curtain for the door of the court, which is by the tabernacle, 
and by the altar round about, and the cords of it for all the service thereof. And of Kohath was the family of the Amramites, and the family of the Izaharites, and the family of the Hebronites, and the family of the Azulites. These are the families of the Kohathites. In the number of all the males from a month old and upward were eight thousand and six hundred, keeping the charge of the sanctuary. The families of the sons of Kohath shall pitch on the side of the tabernacle southward, and the chief of the house of the father of the families of the Kohathites shall be Elazaphan, the son of Uzziel. And their charge shall be the ark, and the table, and the candlestick, and the altars, and the vessels of the sanctuary, wherewith they minister, and the hangings, and all the service thereof. And Eleazar the son of Aaron the priest shall be chief over the chief of the Levites, and have the oversight of them that keep the charge of the sanctuary. Of Merari was the family of the Malites, and the family of the Mushites. These are the families of Merari. And those that were numbered of them according to the number of all the males from a month old and upward were six thousand and two hundred. And the chief of the house of the father of the families of Merari was Zuriel, the son of Abahel. These shall pitch on the side of the tabernacle northward, and under the custody and charge of the sons of Merari shall be the boards of the tabernacle, and the bars thereof, and the pillars thereof, and the sockets thereof, and all the vessels thereof, and all that serveth thereto, and the pillars of the court round about, and their sockets, and their pins, and their cords. But those that encamp before the tabernacle toward the east, even before the tabernacle of the congregation eastward, shall be Moses and Aaron and his sons, keeping the charge of the sanctuary for the charge of the children of Israel. And the stranger that cometh nigh shall be put to death. All that were numbered of the Levites, which Moses and Aaron numbered at the commandment of the Lord, throughout their families, all the males from a month old and upward, were twenty and two thousand. And the Lord said unto Moses, Number all the firstborn of the males of the children of Israel from a month old and upward, and take the number of their names, and thou shalt take the Levites for me, I am the Lord, instead of all the firstborn among the children of Israel, and the cattle of the Levites instead of all the firstlings among the cattle of the children of Israel. And Moses numbered, as the Lord commanded him, all the firstborn among the children of Israel, and all the firstborn males by the number of names, from a month old and upward, of those that were numbered of them, were twenty and two thousand two hundred and threescore and thirteen. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Take the Levites instead of all the firstborn among the children of Israel, and the cattle of the Levites instead of their cattle, and the Levites shall be mine, I am the Lord. And for those that are to be redeemed of the two hundred and threescore and thirteen of the firstborn of the children of Israel, which are more than the Levites, thou shalt even take five shekels apiece by the pole, after the shekel of the sanctuary shalt thou take them. The shekel is twenty giras. And thou shalt give the money wherewith the odd number of them is to be redeemed, unto Aaron and to his sons. And Moses took the redemption money of them that were over and above them that were redeemed by the Levites. Of the firstborn of the children of Israel took he the money, a thousand three hundred and threescore and five shekels, after the shekel of the sanctuary. And Moses gave the money of them that were redeemed unto Aaron, and to his sons according to the word of the Lord, as the Lord commanded Moses. Up next, we shall listen to a sermon by Reverend William Burnham titled, God Has a Provided Way. This was preached in 1954 on April the 4th in the evening. We'll begin at paragraph 112 up to paragraph 145. I trust you'll find it to be a blessing. Another beautiful type, quickly, I've happened to think in the book of Ruth. Many of you 
run over the top of that book. Don't say not thinking what it is. That's one of the most greatest stories in there of a type of Christ in all the Old Testament. In the first chapter of, of the book of Ruth, Neoma, the word Neoma means pleasant. She, her husband, and her two sons left Palestine, type of the church. And they left Palestine, went over in the land of Moab. And there they homesteaded out of the homeland. That's the, a symbol of backsliding, like Israel did. Any Jew that left Palestine was out of the will of the Lord. God gave Palestine to the Jews and said, Remain there. And Ruth went out, or not Ruth, but Neoma. And her two sons got married, and all the man died, her husband and the two sons. She started back to her home. Her daughter-in-laws went part of the way with her. One of them lifted up her eyes and looked back into her homeland. She went back. But Ruth, the Moabite, she wouldn't go. She loved her mother-in-law. She said, go back to your own people. I'm old, and if I'd had more children, my you know the laws, that how it had to be in them days, you Bible scholars, said if I would have a child, it would be, you'd be too old for it when it grew up. So go back and can remarry. Oh, I love this. Neoma now, the type of the Jewish church, Ruth, the type of the Gentile church. Notice, and now here she comes back. See, Ruth, being a Gentile, heathen worshiper, she looked back and she said, I'll go with you. Where you live, I'll live. Where you die, I'll die. Where you're buried, I'll be buried. Let your God be my God. That's the Gentile church accepting salvation through Jesus Christ our Lord. Notice what a beautiful picture. And now... Wish we had time. The second chapter in Ruth reveals her time to return. When she come back, just in harvest time, barley season. And when she seen, looked over the homeland, she wept. I just longing to get into Palestine. Yeah. They were weeping as they seen the homeland. Those Jews by the thousands pouring into Palestine. That's the calendar of the day, brother. I tell you, we're living at the end of the road. I wouldn't be a bit surprised that there's many people sitting here in old age. You'll see the time when there won't be one stone left upon another in Louisville, Kentucky. That may be in another year. I don't know. Don't say I said a year. I don't know. No one does. But we're at the end of the road. I know that. Those hydrogen bombs and things are ready to explode any time. The Jews are going back to Jerusalem. And the six-point star of David, the oldest flag in the world, flies over Jerusalem the first time for 2,000 years. Zion time. And notice, just as Neoma who lost everything she had and was returning back just in barley season, 
And Palestine today is becoming to blossom like a rose. Some of the greatest things is found riches of all the lands of the world. Chemicals found in the Dead Sea that's priceless to mention. Palestine, greatest citron country, lemons that'll weigh five pounds apiece nearly raised there. Think of it. All fulfilling God's divine word. Going home, the Jews returning in barley season. She raised up her hands and wept. And they said, here comes Neoma. She said, don't call me Neoma, for God has dealt with me bitterly, not knowing what she was bringing with her. Little does the Jew know that his rejecting of Jesus only gives the Gentile a place to come in. Oh, I just love it. Notice, then when she lifted up her eyes and wept, and notice, then they had to get all of her inheritance had been taken away from her. So they had to make a living. Ruth, being a young, beautiful woman, went out into the fields of Boaz to glean. That was what the peasants did, the poor. I want you to notice the type the church is. It's a poor church. Ruth being a type of the Gentile bride now, she went out behind the harvesters to pick up a few straws that had some wheat on it, shuck it off like that in a sack for a living, gleaning barefooted in the fields of Boaz. And Boaz was the Lord of the harvest representing Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Notice the great Lord of the harvest. And he came out to look upon his fields. He saw the gleaners out there. He saw the reapers. And when he cast his eyes towards Ruth, he fell in love with her. Christ with his church. He said, who is this? damsel that gleans in the field. They said Ruth brought her back. The Jewish church under the leading of the pillar of fire, under the leading of Jehovah, made a way of the Old Testament for the Holy Ghost Christian of the New. Brought her with him. Oh, we had time to rest on this a little bit. Notice, coming back, then he said, have her to come over and sit under the shade and eat some of the food with us. Oh, if we had time to put some emphasis on that. Notice, then Boaz looks upon her, seeing she's a virtuous woman. That surely must have been holiness. So he walked around and said to all of the reapers, he said, now you... When this young lady is coming behind you, not letting her know it, said, but now when she gets behind you, every once in a while, drop an extra handful so she can get it. Oh, my. Going around, having a little meeting over here in a cottage prayer meeting, laughed at, made fun of by the others, the other reapers, picking up a straw here and there and shucking it out, getting a little blessing here and driving 50 miles for another. But I'm so thankful for a great big handful once in a while 
though a little born-again church finds it an old-fashioned revival, a handful should pick this up, I guess, and say, Bless the Lord. Shucked it out. And at nighttime she had a sackful. Boaz, representing Christ, goes to the city quickly. He didn't want this girl to get away. Said, who does she belong to? Said, Neoma. And the Orthodox Jewish church gave birth to the Gentile church. That's right. Said, who is she? Said, she's Neoma. So she goes down. He goes down. He said, now, I have got to redeem all of her possessions. Now, the law of redemption in the Old Testament, that it must be a kinsman redeemer. The, the law required not any person could redeem a lost estate, but it had to be somebody that was kinfolks and then somebody that was able to redeem, worthy enough to redeem, financially able. How beautiful! Oh, my! Christ! Worthy, double-worthy! The King of Heaven! Seeing the little Holy Spirit-filled church! Dropping a little handful now and then. Notice, the only way that God could redeem God had to come down and be made kinfolks to us. God was in spirit. God come down and was made flesh. God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself. Then in order to redeem man, he had to become man. Kinfolks. Could you imagine deity coming down made flesh? Love. What will a young man do for his young bride that he wants for a sweetheart? He's blind. He'll do anything. Yes, sir. He wants her. Nothing can stop him. He's going to have her. That's the way God did when he seen the church. He loved her. Nothing was going to stop. He was ready to give his life. God moved down in a body of flesh. Worthy, the King of Heaven. Make kinfolks. Then God, after He come into flesh in Jesus Christ, become a kinsman, redeemer. Watch Boaz. Now, before he could have her, he had to ask if there was anybody near kinsman that could take it, take her. So in order, there was no one could do it. So then he had to make a public testimony before Israel, that he had redeemed Neoma, and he redeemed Neoma in order to get Ruth. Oh, my. He came to his own, and his own received him not. (laughs) But he had to redeem Neoma to get Ruth. See? Oh, what a beautiful picture. Tell me God's Word's not inspired. Every bit of it speaking of the coming. And Ruth, now waiting, 
And Boaz, the king of the harvest, or the lord of the harvest, goes outside the gates and calls all the elders of the city and made a public testimony outside the gate. He said, see to it, all of you people. He took off his shoes, kicked it off before him as a testimony, said, I this day have redeemed all of Neoma's lost heritage and all of her possessions is mine this day. Oh, my. Get ready. Here it is. Oh, I just feel something moving. Notice Christ before the elders of Israel led outside the gates of the city and made a testimony. He was wounded for our transgressions. With his stripes we were healed. A public testimony. He's redeemed the church. From what? Her lost estate. In the Garden of Eden we didn't have any sickness. The Garden of Eden we had no sin. The Garden of Eden we had no death. And God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son, made a testimony outside the gate that he had provided a way of escape for all who wanted to come. What a beautiful picture. I hope you can see it. Now, the Lord be blessed. And as I see, maybe my time is getting away. God making a provided way. And he made it in Jesus Christ. When Jesus went up Golgotha's hill, wounded, bleeding, the cross dragging out the bloody footprints as he climbed the hill, went up there, public testimony, he was wounded for our transgressions with his stripes, we were healed, died, ascended on high, you believe it? And sent back spiritual gifts to the church making a provided way. And this joy that we have in our hearts now is only the down payment, the earnest money, on what it will be when we're fully redeemed. And this divine healing we have now is the earnest on our redemption of our body. We are redeemed. God made a provided sacrifice. As we get towards the end of this episode, we ended the word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your faithfulness and we thank you for your word for today. Help us, Father, to take what we've learned and put it into practice. In the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to Honey in the Rock, your daily dose of inspiration and encouragement. We hope to continue to earn your viewership throughout the year as we read the Bible from cover to cover. To make this a better listening experience for you, would really appreciate your feedback. So please email us at honeyintherock2020 at gmail.com. We also have accounts on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So please follow us, share our pages, and subscribe. Now we'll leave you with the parting song. God richly bless you.
from the dust of the earth. My God created man, his breath made man a living soul. And I can't deny him, I'll always walk beside him, for I was born to serve the Lord, or I was made in his likeness, created in his image, oh, I was born to serve the Lord, and I can't deny him, I'll always walk beside him. For I was born to serve the Lord. My hands were made to help my neighbor. My eyes were made to read God's word. My feet were made to walk in his footsteps. My body is the temple of the Lord. For I was made in his likeness, created in his image. For I, I was born to serve the Lord. And I can't deny him, I'll always walk beside him, for I was born to serve the Lord. For I was made in his likeness, created in his image, oh, I was born to serve the Lord. And I can't deny him, I'll always walk beside him, for I was born to serve the Lord.